0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton and this, this is the Smart 7. Well, good morning everybody. It's Tuesday the 13th of July and it's French Fries Day. Yum. And a big happy birthday to Patrick Stewart, Benny Vanessa, Cameron Crowe and Harrison Ford. There were 34,471 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and six additional deaths. Boris was back in the big blue briefing room with one thing on his mind. Well, actually two things, sorry. Firstly, he wanted to talk about football and to tackle some of the shocking racist abuse aimed at the black players in the England squad. They brought joy to this country and I know that they will continue to do so. And to those who have been directing racist abuse, shame on you and I hope you will crawl back under the rock from which you Emerged. In terms of COVID-19, he confirmed that the government would lift restrictions on July the 19th, but he was at pains to emphasise that caution was still needed as we are still in the middle of a wave of infections which may peak with up to 2,000 hospital admissions per day if the modelling is correct. We cannot simply revert instantly to life as it was before COVID. We will stick to our plan to lift legal restrictions, but we expect and recommend that people wear a face covering in crowded and enclosed spaces. Health Secretary Sajid Javid was on his feet in the Commons and he laid out the government plan to tackle the virus in the summer. There will never be a perfect time to take this step. But moving forward next week gives us the best possible chance of a return to normal life. If we wait longer, then we risk pushing the virus towards winter when the virus will have an advantage, or worse still, we will not be opening up at all. Masks will no longer be mandatory, but will still be advised on public transport, and social distancing restrictions will be lifted, as will the work from home guidance, although now the government's suggesting a gradual return to the office. Labour Shadow Health Secretary Jonathan Ashworth took a different view of the government plan. The Secretary of State has taken a high-risk, indeed fatalistic approach, and instead of caution, He's pushing his foot down on the accelerator while throwing the seatbelts off. England's loss to Italy on penalties in the European Championships led to some truly shocking racist behaviour on social media and saw a mural of Marcus Rashford vandalised in Manchester. Local people covered the graffiti with positive messages and Marcus thanked him in his own statement last night. England manager Gareth Southgate says it's not right. It's just not what we stand for. We we I think have been a uh a beacon of light in bringing people together. Matters certainly weren't helped by politicians like Boris and Priti Patel, encouraging those who booed when the players took the knee before games. And former player in Liverpool legend John Barnes says the problem is not just football. We have to stop feeling that football can solve this problem. Society has to solve this problem. So we can't be so naive as to feel that we're coming together in a harmonious fashion socially, from a racial, sexist or homophobic point of view, because Marcus Rashford has scored a penalty. So in other words, if he misses the penalty, he's gonna get racist abuse, but if he scores the penalty, the ills of the world are solved. The streets of Cuba were rocked by thousands of protesters angered at the collapse of the economy, shortages of food and medicine, and the government's handling of COVID-19. In a TV address, the President Miguel Diaz-Canel blamed the US for the protests and called for an end to sanctions, which he said are a form of economic suffocation. US President Joe Biden says the US stands with the Cuban people and their right to protest. The United States stands firmly with the people of Cuba, the call on the government refrain from violence or attempts to silence the voice of the people of Cuba still to come on The Smart 7 The Rock is in a tricky spot and there's a brand new Ted Bundy movie you're listening to The Smart 7 if you're enjoying it you might also like The Smart 7 Island Edition just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform Believe it or not, there are only 10 days to go until the Olympics begin in Tokyo, with no spectators and public protests that they're taking part at all. As various countries warm up for the events, the US men's basketball team experienced the shock of a lifetime as they first lost a game to the Nigerian national team and now a second game to the Australians, the US's first back-to-back defeats. The US had never lost a game to an African team and the six-time Olympic champion seemed stunned. In Nigeria... Is upset the United States in an exhibition game, 90 to 87. And for that national team, that is the biggest win in the country's history. And to your point, maybe the continent of Africa for any nation. Notorious serial killer Ted Bundy confessed to killing 30 women and was suspected of killing many more. He was executed in 1989 in Florida, but Hollywood's fascination with him continues. Following 2019's Zac Efron Sky movie, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, comes another Ted Bundy movie, this one starring Elijah Wood and Luke Kirby, called No Man of God. It is February 13th, 1986. This is Agent Bill Hagmeyer. I'm sitting with Theodore. Not Ted. I'm sitting with Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy has 13 hours to live And he is using those hours to try and buy himself more time He's ready to talk He said he's ready to confess to everything But only talk to one person There are families out there looking for answers The world needs to know why he killed those girls You're some hot shot, young upstart And I'm your next big case You're going to be the guy who broke me There are a lot of myths and misunderstandings about me What are you going to tell me? Everything So imagine you're The Rock. Things are going pretty well for you, I guess, but you're not going to skip leg day at the gym, right? Well, this weekend saw The Rock unable to attend, but in fairness, he's got a pretty good excuse. Right outside my kitchen door is a big, beautiful hawk who got his talons on a hell of a snake. I don't know if you guys can see that snake tail there. Oh, there we go. He's, he started with the head of the snake, which is always smart to do. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, the problem is i got to go to the gym. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.